Hello and welcome. On behalf of CME Outfitters, I would like to welcome all of you and thank you for joining us for the third in a series of three CMEO snacks titled Investigating Efficacy and Safety of Novel and Emerging Dengue uh, Vaccination Options. This CMEO snack series is supported by an independent medical uh, education grant from Takeda Pharmaceuticals in the U.S. My name is Marco Aurelio Safadi. I'm an associate professor and currently I'm the head of the Department of Pediatrics at Santa Casa de São Paulo School of Medical Sciences uh, in Brazil. And I have the pleasure to be joined here uh, today by my distinguished colleague, uh, Dr. Ines Esquilin uh, Rivera. Dr. Esquilin Rivera, could you please uh, introduce yourself? Hi, Dr. Safadi. Yes, my name is Ines Esquilin. I'm a professor at the Department of Pediatrics of the University of Puerto Rico School of Medicine and the director of the Pediatric Infectious Diseases Division at the university in San Juan. Okay, excellent. Well, uh, the uh, objectives of uh, today's uh, program is uh, really to uh, look at the data that we currently have on terms of safety and efficacy uh, of the uh, vaccination options uh, going to the clinical practice. Well, in our last program, uh, we discussed it uh, a little bit and we talked about what dengue is and the current situation in the U.S. Could you please uh, remind us, uh, Dr. Uh, Esquilin Rivera, of the current situation of dengue in the U.S.? Yes, as you know, dengue, dengue virus has four different serotypes, the serotype one, two, three, and four, and it's the most important mosquito-borne illness, illness, and is transmitted by the Aedes aegypti and the Aedes albopticus mosquitoes in the endemic areas. Um, there is an FDA-approved vaccine available, and there are other two promising emerging options that we will uh, we can talk about. Uh, it is projected that the risk of dengue in the U.S. is going to increase, and it will include uh, more areas in the southeast region of the country. So it, it is important to be aware that probably in a future we will be seeing more cases of dengue in the U.S. Oh, that, 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 that's currently the situation all over the world. We are seeing an increasing number of uh, places, regions uh, uh, at risk of dengue. This is, this is really uh, an issue we are facing. So now that we know a bit about the presence of dengue uh, in the United States, uh, what currently we have available in U.S. in terms of prevention of the disease with vaccines? And what do you currently foresee in terms of prevention uh, in the near future, uh, Ines? We, we do have one approved uh, live attenuated uh, chimeric dengue vaccine. It was approved in 19. 
2019 and recommended by the ACIP in 2021. Uh, it includes the four dengue stereotypes and it was approved for children between the ages of nine and 16 only if they live in endemic areas and have laboratory evidence of prior dengue infection. Then there are two candidates, the Butantan uh, TB03 vaccine, uh, which is in phase three clinical trials and is, is similar to the NIH developed TB003 vaccine. Um, it's also a life attenuated recombinant vaccine and seems to be very promising. And then the Takeda003 vaccine, uh, which granted priority review last year and, and uh, uh, the endpoints of clinical trials were met and is under review for FDA approval right now. Very interesting. Uh, actually, uh, we have just licensed this uh, the Takeda vaccine here in Brazil a uh, couple of uh, months ago, the vaccine was, was licensed. Uh, so uh, we do have some new perspectives in terms of prevention. Thank you so much for that introduction, Ines. So let us talk now initially uh, of the first of the dengue vaccines, the CID uh, TDV uh, vaccine. Could you expand a little bit more uh, on, on how is this uh, vaccine uh, composer? Yes, this is the vaccine that is currently approved. It uh, has the yellow fevers, uh, fever 17B backbone, and then the, the genes, the E and PRM genes isolated from each serotype are introduced in this backbone. Uh, it is a vaccine that, as I said, is indicated, is indicated only for people living in endemic areas, not for travelers. And this vaccine can be given to children only if they have evidence of prior infection with dengue. So if, if a person is going to be vaccinated, uh, testing has to be done uh, prior to the administration of the vaccine. Excellent. And let me know, please, uh, what is the current perception and what do we currently know of the efficacy data of the vaccine? What have you learned about the efficacy of this vaccine against the several endpoints associated uh, with dengue disease? Yeah, the, the the vaccine has an overall efficacy of 82% and uh, it, it, it was approved uh, because of the data that revealed that it was not only uh, efficacious in preventing hospitalization and severe disease, but also uh, disease at all. So the vaccine proved to be safe and very efficacious. Okay, so uh, in summary, the vaccine proved to be efficacious uh, in around 60% against virologically confirmed thing. This was the endpoint that reached uh, these uh, results, correct, Dr. Ines? The, the, vac the vaccine efficacy uh, against severe disease and hospitalization and disease at all meet the FDA standards of efficacy. It depends on the, on the uh, 
clinical trial data, the one that got uh, the FDA approval uh, was the trial that demonstrated a, an efficacy close to 80%. Yeah, we, we you usually see higher estimates of uh, efficacy for the most severe endpoints associated with, with the disease. And we also observed uh, a very uh, uh, efficacy estimate against each of the four uh, serotypes. We also observed lower uh, efficacy against serotype 1 and serotype 2 comparing to what was observed against serotype 3 and 4. And also very clearly we observed uh, lower estimates of efficacy for the younger age group, particularly young children in the studies. And maybe for me, the most important uh, result uh, was the really lower efficacy uh, observed uh, in the uh, seronegative subjects that enter initially in the study. We know that the vaccine is not currently licensed for uh, naive persons, uh, but we clearly observed a lower estimate of e efficacy among these uh, uh, individuals. Uh, and uh, what about safety, uh, Ines? Uh, what can you tell us about the safety data uh, that we uh, currently are aware uh, of this vaccine? The safety data was very good. The most common adverse events associated with the vaccine were local reactions, headaches, and myalgias. Uh, it was very safe when used in individuals that had evidence of prior dengue infection. And I think that probably that's the most important point. But in those that were naive to dengue at baseline, the, the vaccine uh, resulted in an increase of the risk of severe disease. Uh, so that's that's what the clinical studies demonstrated, and that's the reason why uh, the vaccine should not be used in patients that are naive to dengue, that have no experience with the disease in the past. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Inés, uh, uh, for uh, reminding us of the efficacy and safety data. But let me now move to what I think really matters uh, when a vaccine is licensed, which is the real-world data. So I really like to see uh, how those vaccines behave in the real-world setting, not in a clinical trial, but also uh, uh, when we currently use and I'm happy to uh, share some results from Brazil, where a study has been conducted in a region uh, that uh, implemented the vaccine. So uh, uh, let me uh, just uh, share uh, with you the results of this study that was conducted in the state of Paraná, uh, in the southern of Brazil. This was a case uh, control uh, study. Uh, it was done in the five most uh, populous cities of this state, and uh, the vaccine was used, and then they were able to really evaluate uh, the effectiveness data. And uh, regarding these results, 
the only variable that was significantly associated with effectiveness in the matched stratified analysis uh, was uh, effectiveness against serotype 4. Against serotype 1 and serotype 2, uh, the case control study was not able to demonstrate any effectiveness. There was no serotype 3 circulating during the study. So uh, the only serotype that uh, uh, the vaccine proved to be effective among the three that were circulating was serotype 4. It's important to highlight in this uh, that this is a region in Brazil uh, with a low seroprevalence. And this study was done before that recommendation of only uh, giving the vaccine uh, to a person that was previously infected. So uh, it's very likely that we had several persons uh, that were naive to dengue and were vaccinated uh, at this time. It's also important to acknowledge that the main serotypes that circulated during the study uh, were serotype 1 and serotype 2, which we do know that are two serotypes uh, that the uh, vaccine proved to be less effective, less efficacious, comparing to uh, uh, serotype uh, 3 and, and, and serotype 4. So these, are, I, I think, are important uh, topics uh, to be uh, knowledge uh, and considered in the interpretation of the results, as well as the low coverage. The vaccine never reached good coverage in this region. But these are the results uh, we do have. So let me now, uh, I would like to discuss another emerging vaccine option, and you mentioned it as a promising uh, vaccine, and I do agree with you. It appears uh, the preliminary results appear uh, uh, really promising. It's a unique vaccine, as Butantan uh, dengue vaccine is being developed in my country, in Brazil, it was licensed to the Butantan Institute by the National Institute of Health in U.S. So let's talk a bit about this vaccine. Uh, uh, here we can see uh, how the uh, vaccine uh, is constructed. Actually, we have two candidates, TV003 and TV005. Uh, the difference in, is regarding the amount uh, of the uh, dengue 2 component in the vaccine. Um, Butantan has manufactured a lyophilized uh, version of this tetravalent live attenuated uh, vaccine, and the efficacy evaluation is still uh, ongoing. Uh, all the components of the vaccine, all monovalent uh, components, have a dengue virus genetic background. So this is clearly a difference regarding the CIDTDV, which has the yellow fever uh, 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 virus, va the vaccine virus as the background. Here we have the dengue virus genetic background, and they share a core attenuating uh, nucleotide deletion uh, in the uh, region of the viral genome yielding replication deficient uh, attenuated 
virus. So we see uh, in the slide the uh, composition uh, of the uh, uh, vaccine uh, with the four uh, monovalent components. Regarding efficacy and uh, safety in ACE, a single dose of this uh, TV003 uh, formulation vaccine uh, proved to confer sterilizing immunity in 100% of the subjects that were uh, vaccinated in a challenging study six to 12 months later. Uh, this, a single dose of either TV003 or TV005, both formulations, they both induced a seroconversion to the four dengue serotypes in 74% in the case of TV003 and in 90% uh, in the case of TV005 uh, of flavivirus naive individuals. So these were seronegative adults that received both uh, uh, formulation. We also observed very interestingly that uh, a, huge, a large proportion of the subjects that were vaccinated developed a rush. So this rush was observed in approximately 70% of the subjects that were uh, vaccinated. And last but not least, uh, regarding this uh, Butantan uh, dengue vaccine, we don't have the final results of the study. They, the study is still ongoing, uh, but uh, the Butantan Institute provided very recently a press release when they were able to share preliminary results uh, of the study that is being conducted uh, in Brazil. And the results that they shared uh, uh, provided an estimate of the efficacy. Uh, so it's important to acknowledge that in Brazil, only serotype 1 and serotype 2 circulated during the study. So the data I'm sharing is the data associated uh, with serotype 1 and serotype 2. So far, we did not have the opportunity to evaluate in Brazil how the vaccine behaves against serotype 3 and 4. There are some studies being conducted uh, outside Brazil in Asia uh, where we will probably be able uh, to uh, really have results against the other serotypes. But the efficacy data we currently have available show it that against serotype 1 and serotype 2, efficacy was uh, 89% against dengue 1 and 69% uh, against uh, dengue 2. And these were efficacy against virologically confirmed uh, dengue. So very promising results uh, we anticipate in ACE. Let me now move to you. And I would like to listen from you. Uh, what do you have regarding the Takeda vaccine, the TAC-003. Please share with us uh, an introduction of the vaccine in this. Sure, the, the results that you just presented are very promising. As are the ones with the TAK-003, the Takeda vaccine, uh, which granted a priority review in November 2022, and is, is going under FDA approval uh, uh, 
right now, recently, uh, uh, it was filed for FDA approval. Uh, this vaccine has been on clinical trials for the last uh, 12 to 13 years uh, since uh, 2010, and it has been evaluated for the prevention of dengue disease caused by the four serotypes in patients four to 60 years of age. It was approved, has been approved in, in many countries, including Indonesia, Europe, Argentina, Brazil, and Portugal. And this vaccine is a two-dose vaccine that does not re uh, require serological testing. This is very important. I think this is also very promising uh, uh, vaccine to be used uh, in, in places where uh, dengue is a burden. Can you please expand a little bit on the vaccine? How is it constructed, the composition of the vaccine? Uh, uh, please tell us a bit more about this, uh, Ines. This is a life attenuated recombinant vaccine that is con was constructed using the dengue 2 virus backbone as the one you just talked about. Uh, and then it expresses the E and PRM proteins genes uh, of dengue uh, 1, 3, and 4. Uh, so, so that's the, the way it was constructed. Uh, it induces cellular immunity. Uh, it the, the genes, the PRM and the E genes are the ones responsible for the neutralizing antibody response. And it's a very noble uh, vaccine construction and different, completely different in a way from the one uh, that is approved, that has FDA approved, the first one we discussed. Excellent. And, and, and Ines, uh, let us know about the results of the pivotal uh, phase three uh, trial that has been uh, conducted and 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 what 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 do you have about the, the trial design tell uh, us a bit about this please this this trial specifically was uh, uh designed for children age 4 to 16 a total of uh, more than 20 thousand uh, participants were included and they received this new vaccine or placebo in a two to one uh, ratio assignment. Uh, a total of 91% of the participants completed the 4.5 years after the second dose uh, and that was the, the safety set. Uh, there was a primary endpoint, which was the overall efficacy, and some secondary efficacy endpoints, which were specifically efficacy by serotype and compared uh, with the baseline serostatus uh, and, and severity. So, so this data was recopilated. It was very important uh, that uh, there was an active febrile illness surveillance uh, during the first three years of the study and a long-term efficacy and safety uh, data that is still going on. So it was a well-designed study and I had the opportunity to, to participate as one of the investigators in the study and it was a very well-designed study. Oh, that's amazing. You were one of the 
uh, investigators of this study, and obviously uh, it brings you uh, uh, more a more uh, familiar perspective of uh, mm -hmm. how the vaccine works. And 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 Ines, share with us uh, initially uh, those primary uh, objective uh, results, and also with your also important the secondary uh, objects of the uh, initially short-term uh, uh, efficacy. Yes, 12 months after the second dose of the vaccine, uh, the efficacy for virally documented disease by any serotype was 80%, which was very good. Uh, 18 months after the second dose, uh, the efficacy uh, of virological confirmed disease leading to hospitalization was 90%. So this, this was a very good efficacy uh, result. Uh, the primary and most of the secondary efficacy endpoints were met uh, when there was enough uh, dengue cases in the area for analysis. So um, there was also uh, efficacy data that was secondary endpoints, and it was related to the dengue serotype and how good was the vaccine preventing disease according to, to serotypes and according uh, to the fact that the patients were naive or not naive at the time of the vaccine administration. And 18 months after the second dose, the vaccine was 76%, had 76% efficacy in those patients that were seropositive at baseline and was 66% um, efficacious in patients that were seronegative at baseline. Uh, so there was a little difference between the ones that were uh, positive uh, to prior exposure or, or and not, but overall uh, the vaccine was very efficacious uh, in prevention irrespective of the zero status. When you look at the data on the specific dengue serotypes for dengue one was 60, almost 70%. For dengue two, it was 95% efficacious. For dengue three, it was a little bit lower. And for dengue four, too, for dengue three, 48%. And for dengue four, 51%. Um, so, so that data, uh, comes from that clinical study and in terms of the of the different serotype data it is important to mention uh, uh, that the efficacy against dengue 3 in baseline seronegative participants was not demonstrated and that a robust assessment on dengue 4 serotype in the seronegative was not possible due to the low incidence of, of this disease by this specific serotype. What we do know is that the, the vaccine was very efficacious. Again, uh, all four serotypes in those patients were, were seropositive, and for dengue one and dengue two in baseline serotypes. 
excellent results uh, in ACE and, and obviously we also want to know about the long-term data. So these were data related to 12 months and 18 months after the second dose, but we know that Takeda has recently shared those results in the four and a half year uh, data after the second dose. Could you please summarize uh, what were these results and what information could we get from this long-term uh, efficacy data? The long-term efficacy data is, is, was very good to the rate or virologically confirmed disease or hospitalization due to dengue uh, was overall 61% efficacy documented. And then according to the different serotypes in seronegative, positive and seronegative individuals, the vaccine was able to prevent to prevent disease in a long-term follow-up up to 54 months after the second dose. Excellent. We clearly see that uh, we have a trend of lower efficacy among uh, seronegative subjects, naive subjects, when they receive the vaccine. These appear to be very consistent uh, with uh, all uh, the data. And we also have observed uh, specifically for those zero uh, negative subjects for those naive subjects that uh, protection against serotype 3 uh, was not observed. Uh, the opposite was uh, demonstrated among the seropositive where efficacy was really demonstrated against the four serotypes uh, uh, in, 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 in the long term. And as you mentioned, against serotype 4, we still uh, have lem very limited data to really have reliable uh, interpretation of how do the vaccine may uh, uh, work against serotype uh, 4 specifically. It was very limited, the circulation of serotype 4 uh, in those places where those trials uh, were conducted. Uh, is this also your impression, Ines? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll see in the long term what will happen because probably uh, they are they are uh, considering administration the administration of an extra dose of the vaccine of a third dose in order yeah. to, to deal with the low uh, immunogenicity to specifically to dengue three serotype. Oh very interesting this this booster this booster dose is something that uh, they will look to see if it's really needed and when it's needed, it will be very interesting to see uh, these results uh, in the long term. But it's very important that so far uh, we haven't seen any safety issues uh, among those naive subjects that were uh, vaccinated. I think this is a very important message and brings me to uh, the next question is exactly regarding safety. What do you have to share with us in terms of safety, uh, Ines? The, the safety data is what is very promising because the major concern with the approved vaccine was specifically safety in those uh, persons that were naive to, to dengue. Uh, the cumulative rates of serious adverse results uh, events were similar in, in the 
vaccine and the placebo group recipients. It was very similar and very consistent with the expected medical disorders in the study population and no deaths were considered related to the new uh, PDB vaccine. So, so in general, it is important to say that the safety profile of this vaccine is very good. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Esquiline Rivera, for teaching us so much today. I hope our audience uh, has learned a lot about current and emerging uh, vaccine options uh, uh, for individuals. Let's review our SMART goals that we hope our audience has accomplished uh, from uh, participating in this program. The first is how to uh, really identify FDA-approved and emerging vaccine options for prevention of dengue and limitations uh, associated uh, with these potential options uh, for individuals uh, at risk uh, of dengue. Uh, the second uh, is to apply clinical trial data to clinical decision-making when determining eligibility and vaccine choice uh, for uh, individuals uh, seeking prevention methods for dengue. And last, scrutinize clinical trial data pertaining to efficacy and safety of vaccine options, uh, both currently approved and soon emerging, that meet current unmet needs uh, of individuals. This uh, CMEO snack is one of a three-part series. We hope that you will take advantage of all of the short and focused activities uh, in uh, this series. So again, let me thank you, uh, Dr. Esquiline uh, Rivera, for joining me today. And thank you to our audience for participating and providing the best care for your patients. Thank you. Thank you.